And the fact of the matter is, you know, a lot of people enter this industry with no intention whatsoever of becoming millionaires. I mean, let's face it, who actually, you know, grows up as a kid and says, I want to be a millionaire, so I'm going to be a travel agent. (laughs) They usually do something else. This career field is more about lifestyle. Hey, travel advisors, you are listening to the Travel Biz CEO podcast by Kinship Travel Academy. It's not enough to just love travel. You need to have the appropriate business systems, marketing strategies, and mindset tune-ups and coaching to make it in this business and step into the role of CEO. That's why we focus on all three. We are Wendy, Ashley, and Crystal, your hosts of Travel Biz CEO and the founders of Kinship Travel Academy. We are three travel advisors that saw a glaring need in the travel industry, the need to look at the whole advisor. Through our own travel business journeys, we all joined communities and signed up for courses and masterminds to help push us to the next level. And all of them ended up falling short of our expectations. That's why we started Kinship Travel Academy, where we focus on the mind, body, and soul, or the marketing, business operations, and mindset of a travel advisor. It's a program for modern travel advisors created by modern travel advisors. Welcome to the next chapter of the travel industry. Welcome to the See, Travel Biz CEO podcast. Yeah, which, <laughs> you're going to kill me because you're going to be editing for like, or you're going to give this Whatever. one to me to edit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Biz CEO. It's our second season. We're very excited to be here. I'm Wendy Guth, and I am I am the mindset person at KTA. Kinship Travel Academy, and I'm here with the ever so fantastic and fabulous. And actually, I can say I'm here because we're actually alive for once <laughs> together. <laughs> exactly, uh, Ashley and Crystal. And today we're going to talk about small, simple, successful. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the heck does that mean? Well, it's actually a way to look at scaling, growing your business, and scaling your business. And just making sure it's the way you want it to be. So before we get started, I will let my lovely partners, partners in crime <laughs> introduce themselves. That is so creepy. You guys, this is the third day of our workation, and it gets a little loopy sometimes. So forgive Wendy. This is, uh, <laughs> this is Ashley Metis McCoy, your friendly business operations nerd. And we are in New Orleans having a grand old time. And I am Crystal. I am the marketing guru of KTA. And uh, we we actually talked about this a little bit last season in our episode, What is Your Definition of Success? And we encourage you to go back and find that because um, it will be relative. And we had feedback from members of our community that they wanted for us to go into this topic in a little bit more depth because... Mm -hmm. There's a lot of pressure out there in the industry to be top sales people, high performers, millionaires, and the fact of the matter is, you know, a lot of people enter this industry 
with no intention whatsoever of becoming millionaires. I mean, let's face it, who actually, you know, grows up as a kid and says, I want to be a millionaire, so I'm going to be a travel agent. (laughs) We usually do something else. This career field is more about lifestyle. Mm -hmm. We wanted to talk a little bit more about the mindset of giving yourself permission to live what your definition of success is. And and Wendy actually... Did you introduce yourself? I did. did. (laughs) (laughs) So Wendy had... An epiphany one day. So that's Crystal talking, by the way. Because <laughs> I don't refer to myself ever in the person. <laughs> so, and this conversation really came up, and Wendy had a revelation recently. Yes. About what she wanted out of this career and what yeah. she wanted out of this life. You want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, sure. It was an interesting exercise. I am part of a mastermind. We did this exercise where we had to pick our goals, a goal actually for the rest of, and it was pretty much a financial goal for the rest of 2021. And when I sat down and thought and I said, oh, I want to make, <laughs> I want to make $20,000 a month. Everyone stop laughing. I'm not laughing. Yeah. (laughs) And as I went through it, every day, the whole point was to do something that moves the business forward towards that goal. And I've worked on a lot of, you know, creating micro habits that move your business forward, all of that. So, but as I sat and really started to think about it, I was like, okay, so how do I do that? But I only want to work. I only want to work 42 weeks a year. I don't want to work the month of, you know, I don't want to work from Thanksgiving to New Year's and I don't really want to work in, in August. And I was like, so that, and then how many hours do I want to work a week? (laughs) And do I want to work five days a week? Yes. Okay. But I only want to work six hours and all these (laughs) sorts of things. And as I was working through this exercise, which took, uh, we, we actually did it for a month. I realized that, The more I thought about it, the more I said, I don't want to do this. This is not what I want to do. And the amount of, the amount of commitment that would be required for that type of money is, is not worth it. And it was interesting. I ended up having a conversation with my husband about it. He says, I don't want you to do that. But you know, in my case, we are my, you know, I'm, well, I, I'm nearing retirement age. Lord, yes, within the next 10 years, as is my husband. So we have different priorities. And I think that's where the conversation starts. What are your priorities? What are your needs? Where are you? Where do you want to go? And then how does a travel business, your career fit into that? No, it's really an interesting idea, too, because I also had a similar epiphany around this similar mm-hmm. times very strange of <laughs> of asking the question what do we need as a family mm-hmm. to get the things that we want mm-hmm. and while this idea of a six-figure income always sounded really nice the reality of it is we didn't need it and in order for me to achieve that I had to give up some things somewhere else in my life and mm-hmm. that meant I needed to give up more time with my kids Mm-hmm. Or I needed to give up um, extra vacation time that I mm-hmm. wanted to take, 
or the idea of, you know, not really wanting to work around the holidays because there is, there's not, you can't get something for nothing. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of hustle and hard work that it takes to be an entrepreneur to get to certain levels. You know, that being said, I still want what I want. Mm -hmm. So there needed to be some meeting of the minds and how to create some balance of things. It, I can't say I only want to work four days a week and also immediately make $10,000 a month. Like, that's not bringing into alignment. I could get to the $10,000 a month range, but it would require me to be to put in more hours than what I currently am right now. Right. And so it's a question about runways. It's a question about timelines. And then, you know, we've had the conversation, too, that there's a lot of people in our industry, this is a second, third, fourth Mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. we're getting into or a second job or a second job yeah, they mm-hmm. may be working something else right now and so there's a question about you know do you again do you need to make six figures right now and do you want to or are you at a stage in your life where that's that's all in alignment yeah, and I think the really the bottom line to this conversation is how anyone chooses to grow their business is really a personal choice and it's fantastic or fabulous however you choose and whatever you choose to do. I mean, there are people who book, you know, one group cruise a year. Mm-hmm. It brings in one very nice commission, mm-hmm. um, and that's all that they're happy. That mm-hmm. makes them very happy, and it also is you know in so in, a, in certain situations like that there is the um, there's an expectation that this is how much money I'm going to bring in, and there's there's comfort in knowing that it's you know nothing probably is ever a done deal, but nonetheless some sort of a done mm-hmm. deal maybe except in the year pandemics but anyway you know however but it really is however I just I really believe that a business has to be so balanced with other aspects of of our lives so you know I was very glad to make the decision that I don't need to make $20,000 a month it would be fabulous I wouldn't ever turn it away (laughs) <laughs> but at the same time, the commitment and the effort, I don't necessarily have it in me right now. Well, and there's some pressure that can come off mm-hmm. if you're not hitting those expectations, yes. too. And we've talked about it before, the unicorn thing, where a lot of times we hear when when people are sold into travel or sold into becoming a travel agent, we hear the unicorn stories. Mm-hmm. A lot, and those aren't results typical. Mm-hmm. Results typical are twenty mm-hmm. to thirty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Those are very sustainable numbers. Those are numbers that you can kind of work through, and and you can actually visually see how you can get there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that no matter what you decide you want to do, whether it's hit the six figure mark or not, you have to be able to define the number and backwards mm-hmm. plan it from there yeah. and then have a realistic conversation about what it takes investment wise, both time and money to get there. Yeah, and that goes along with what is your business model, you know, just exactly. sort of the strategic planning framework that we exactly 
provided people is, you know, are you going to be doing one or two large groups? Are you going to be doing high volume uh, expert business like Disney travel or all inclusives? Are you going to be doing a number of luxury FITs? You find out what that magic number is. You know, if, if your salary that you desire is 20,000 and you know your expenses are going to be 20, then you know you have to make $40,000 to have that $20,000 revenue that you or income that you take home at the end of the year. And so, you know, that 20, 40,000 revenue divided by what your typical trip size is tells you how many trips you have to plan. So that's sort of the very simplified way to backwards plan that. But the, the other thing that I wanted to mention too is just this idea that there are people in our industry that belittle those who don't have a desire to make millions and be a top salesperson. I've heard terms used like hobbyist and dabbler, and we ran against that because we don't think that one size fits all. And we think that if, you know, if you came in this industry solely to be able to you know, have a job on the side that pays for your own travel, good for you. It's a free country. You can do that here. And I get the controversy around this topic where people get angry about so-called card mills like the multi-level marketing models out there. And there's lots mm. of people that just join to get discounted travel. I get that because there are, you know, people who join the industry and then they present themselves as a travel agent. Consumers have a bad experience with them because they're not necessarily professional and then it reflects poorly on the rest of us travel agents. I get it. But I give people the benefit of the doubt. I believe most people have good intentions. I think all of us at KTA do. Um, we don't think most people are entering this industry with the intention of scamming people, cheating the system. So the bottom line here is you do you and you be okay with that and you don't need permission from anybody but yourself to do what you want to do. And that doesn't make you less of an expert. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you're just a beginner. It doesn't put you in any kind of level because there are some really, really talented agents who are like hitting that cap of making $20,000 a year to supplement their income or to supplement their own family travel. Mm -hmm. And then they're saying peace out. They're just turning away clients from there, but they mm -hmm. are brilliant marketers or mm -hmm. just really brilliant hustlers mm -hmm. and working hard on their business and have a very great mind for business. It is just that they recognized, which is incredibly self-aware of them, that they didn't want to put in the hours necessary mm -hmm. to grow the business at that volume because that is ultimately what you're trading, guys. If you're going to have a multi- a six-figure business requires you to hire out for help, so it's going to yes. cost you money. It's also going to cost you a lot of time. Mm -hmm. That allow that means that you need to be on call after hours on weekends, and that is what a lot of us do and have done. But it's recognizing that that there's two sides to the coin, and so making that decision early on in your career as you're setting up your foundations of what is it that you want to get out of this and feeling wholly confident and okay in that decision really empowers you to make really smart decisions in how to scale or sustain mm -hmm. your business mm -hmm. later on. 
Yeah, and th that's exactly, you know, it, it, it's so, and it, there's so many different dimensions about scaling. And there are people who absolutely do not want to hire people. You know, it's either I do this myself or, well, then definitely small, simple, successful, you have to focus in on, focus in on, um, you know, what, what you, what you want to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you can, if you bring in ICs, you can, you know, yeah. I just think that there are so many different factors when we sit down and talk about it and it's such a personal decision and we have to respect each other's personal decision. Um, yeah. It also helps you when you're creating your strategy and your business plan and your marketing strategy. The choice to be small, simple, makes the decisions on where to be and how to be out there mm -hmm. in the world in your marketing strategy much more simple. Mm -hmm. um, I always tell people, do less but better. So mm -hmm. just do like yeah. one thing less, but mm -hmm. just do do it really, really well. You sound like Seth Godin. Um, I love Seth Godin, um, but if you can do that, if you can really narrow down on something, niche down on something, go at it with a laser focus and just do it really, really well, mm -hmm. I think that sounds actually just lovely <laughs> in yeah. the grand scheme of things. It makes your life easier, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It does take work to figure out what your niche is, though. It's not like Yeah. But um, it simplifies a lot of things for you. So go out there and be simple and successful yeah. and small. If and that's you, what you do want. you. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we will see you next time on the Travel Biz CEO podcast. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you got something great out of today's episode. If you were wondering where you are out of balance in your travel business, take our free quiz at kinshiptravelacademy.com backslash quiz to find out and receive free resources to help bring you into alignment in your travel business. And if you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot and share it on social media. Be sure to tag us at Kinship Travel Academy or hashtag Travel Biz CEO. Also, if you loved us, don't forget to leave a review and be sure to hit subscribe. Here's to you. See you at the next level.